0: Welcome back to another episode of Hot Off the Hip. This podcast exists to connect and inspire young professionals in West Michigan through shared stories and aspirations. Young professional is a term used to describe those in the first half of their career. My goal is to connect you more thoroughly to our vibrant young professional community through this show. I'm your host, Johannes Boot, and thank you for taking some time today to listen in. Today, I have the privilege of welcoming Sammy Birch to the show. Sammy is a mother, marketing professional, and art and outdoor enthusiast who grew up on the east side of the state, but has since fallen in love with this area. Zamy is super involved locally, having volunteered with a number of local organizations, including Tulip Time Events, Adopt the Highway, Park to Park. She was on the marketing advisory board for West Ottawa High School and was part of the leadership improvement sessions of the West Coast Chamber in addition to a variety of other roles. She loves to see progress within our community, especially on the arts and outdoor front. Sammy, welcome to the show, and thank you for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Really excited to be here. My pleasure. So why don't you give us a little bit of uh, a day in the life uh, from your perspective of moving to West Michigan and uh, how you've fallen in love with the community and the things that you've experienced.
1: Yeah. Um, so I moved here in 2009. I, w- I moved over here from Bay City, Michigan uh, to go to Grand Valley. Um, and I immediately loved Grand Rapids. Uh, it's such a vibrant, uh, diversified scene of music, art, culture that um, I really wasn't fully exposed to it on such a large scale growing up. And it was really awesome. I instantly fell in love with it. Um, my best friend went to Kendall, and so I was able to be exposed to so many cool uh, concepts of art and life um, through her and through our friend group that we we gained, um, and that followed through follows through till today. Even um, after I graduated, my degree is in writing. Um, after I graduated, I. Um, I got a job at uh, JR Automation, which is a large system integrator here in Holland, um, uh, where I was a technical writer. Um, and that's where I started getting more involved in the community with, through a program that they have called JRCCF, um, which, uh, and the JR, um, it's called the Community Cares um, Group, but that through that group there's um, volunteer opportunities and fundraising opportunities and through that i was able to gain some exposure to the holland zealand area and um be able to to make an impact um through some things that i love like helping others taking care of the environment um, things like that so um so that was great uh during that time i still lived in grand rapids uh, until a couple years ago in 2019, we bought our house here in Zealand. Um, I was expecting, Zealand's a perfect place to uh, raise a family. So my fiance and I moved out here and, and we've loved it ever since. And, um, and the community for automation here in in Holland, Zealand, there's a lot of uh, local integrators. I, I made a move this year to uh, an integrator called, uh, named Mission Design and Automation. It's, um, another one seeing a lot of growth and
0: and so still here yeah a couple things i want to follow up with anya there as far as uh moving from one community to a new community what was kind of the biggest what played the biggest role it sounds like art played a huge role in you becoming part of the west michigan community or was it something else was it uh relationships through school specifically or was it mostly that shared interest give me some insight there yeah
1: so um art certainly has an impact on me it's a passion of uh, mine uh, as a hobby um, but I also love to enjoy it and living in West Michigan especially in Grand Rapids or Holland's area um there's a huge huge wealth of that um here that I think is really special and um I take art prize for example Art prize is huge. It's it's an exciting part of every other year or every few years now. I'm not sure exactly how they they're having the frequency of it be now, but um, anywhere you walk in Grand Rapids, you're able to see an art exhibit, and um, I think that's starting to crop up around Holland as well. Um, start seeing more even. You know, some of these social media moments, if you want to call them that on the side of Coffee to Coffee Shop 205, you know, that's special. It's, it brings something unique and something that's, uh, you know, visually appealing and, and might be inspiring to somebody. I love being able to be surrounded by that. Not to mention nature's art, which we are so perfectly surrounded oh, yeah. by here. <laughs>
0: There's plenty of that. We're blessed with, uh, with the lakes and the beaches and the parks that we've dedicated there. Now, Holland is in a unique place between, you know, obviously Grand Rapids and Saugatuck And there's a lot of artists in developing, um, and developing uh, and like studios for our, I'm thinking downtown. Um, and even like, as you were mentioning that, I've seen a couple commissions over the years. Actually, I spent a little bit on my personal Instagram, just like trying to document all the murals on the walls around Holland specifically. And there's quite a few actually, like you're driving around you're like, oh man, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, but it's interesting. But as far as like the quality um, of the art, there's there's definitely much more or much a big difference between what's in Stogatuck versus what's in Grand Rapids, like more multimedia specifically in Grand Rapids, perhaps are a different type of expression um, versus perhaps what might've been on the east side of the state. What, what has been your experience there?
1: Yeah. Um... Great, great question. So um, when I was a, I did my internship at a place called Golden Gallery in Bay City. Um, I worked with the uh, photographer, his name is Golden, and um, he, as, as well as um, some other um, people involved in the community in Bay City, hosted this uh, event every first Thursday of the month. Um, I think it was throughout the year. I know I was mostly involved in it during the summer. So every first Thursday, many of the local businesses in the downtown area hosted a new artist um, or started hosting a new artist for the month. And um, different types of art, from sculpture to photographs to um, paintings, um, were hosted by people that at the time, I hadn't ever heard of, or maybe they never had a venue or an avenue in which to get their art in front of people. Um, and so this was a way to connect artists that maybe were undiscovered or never had any exposure to the community. And this first Thursday was kind of a kickoff. So maybe a restaurant would have a special or a wine of the day or something like that, or even, and even, um, musicians would be involved as well so um you could go see a live artist in one in one deli in a deli for example then go next door to um a little shop who has a dedicated area for someone to um, post their sculptures and then and then you have a chance for the artist to meet the community you could sell your art and then have this um have this exposure throughout the month Um, and this is kind of at a time where social media was still quite early, but, you know, thinking of maybe having the ability to do something like that here would give young uh, artists, young or old, or people that might be not sure how to connect, but might know the owner of the deli down the street because they go there every weekend for lunch, um, might be able to start conversations to uh, get people in front of others with their art and a way to just connect the community a little bit more. That's something that I, I always look back fondly on as some of the most fun uh, times of my summer were those first Thursdays um, every year where we got out and got to know other people.
0: That definitely sounds like a really um, interesting and attractive way to not only increase exposure for local businesses, but also obviously for the, for the artists themselves. I think back, um, I've got a friend who's, uh, who, while during in college, he really got into music with a couple others and he wasn't necessarily super gifted at making music, but he was integrally part of the brainstorming process as well as like tying the ends together at the back, like stuff that goes on to releasing that and, you know, um, doing the final editing and stuff like that. And, uh, and as he was talking to me a couple weeks ago about, like, thinking about starting a record label with these guys that are still going, he's like, it's so easy to publish now on, like, Spotify, for example. Um, but also, like, there are just tons of people who might just never get picked up just because of um, exposure. Like, they just, it's not going to happen. Like, it's, it's definitely part of the artistic outlet. But, like, um, the more, it just makes me think about, like, how many great songs over the decades, like, or pieces of art in general, Have been produced that like nobody's ever gonna know about until maybe like it resurfaces, you know, decades or (laughs) centuries later, which which would be really cool. And then you're like, oh man, uh, that's a high quality artist. So yeah, the more that we can do as a community to give exposure to share the meaning. What what in your opinion, in your thoughts, were like? I mean, it's a fun event, obviously. Golden Gallery. It sounds like it's just fun. Um, But what what are some of the more deeper level? meanings that are created by giving opportunities like that for the community how does it impact people why is something like uh golden gallery or pushing artists to go outside uh or or compelling artists to be part of the community at a deeper level giving those opportunities why is that so important for a community
1: it really starts with hope it it shows it paves a way for somebody who might feel like, well, I've got this hobby or your friend who might love music, may not himself be musically inclined, but may be great at producing music. It gives um, I guess it shines a light on the way to make meaning for yourself or make it feel like this. these things you if if for some reason just doing your hobby isn't giving you fulfillment, being able to. Have a path um, to the community to to let your you know voice be heard, uh, and so to speak, there's there's hope there that you have a chance to to be heard if you're not well connected through some other means um, or feel like you know it's the one percent who are all a part of this circle and I'll never be a part of it. Well, here's a way that um, you know. We want to get more people involved and get more community built because, at the end of the day, um, you know, we it does take a village and we are here together. And, you know, I want to be able to go down the street and go into a shop and say good morning to the person that I know. And I think a lot of people, oh gosh, it's been a hard year for everybody. We've been all shuttered inside our homes, but, you know, in the Going forward, once we get through this t- tough spot, um, you know, we want to be able to build more community and, and and give hope to young artists, to old artists even, um, that there is a home for them here and there's plenty to enjoy for all. Um, so I think it is just giving meaning and, and giving hope to people young and old that their talents have a home and, um, that there is that, that just connecting with people is a way to get out there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Part of the art experience is not only creating something that you believe is beautiful or, or you believe is meaningful, but it's also sharing, um, that piece with people. And it's so easy to write somebody or an artist off to be like, Oh no, you're not well known or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's definitely part of developing a community mindset around promoting, be able to develop their skills to share what they're knowing. Obviously, feedback is part of that. I've heard that um, the film industry here in West Michigan is hard to break into, um, just because there's some established, um, just established things that are hard to to overcome for a new, uh, just even just startup costs and stuff like that. Um, I'm not an expert on it by any means, but definitely the more we can create community around hey let's see what you created let's see how you created it let's uh, let's promote stuff like that would be beneficial not only for the artists themselves but perhaps even in different ways for the community
1: yeah do you know and i'm i'm not sure um if this is something that exists here in Holland, so maybe you know is there like a open projector night? i know at um uica and i don't think they even do it anymore but i know the uaca uica used to have a open projector night and you know how easy would it be for us to get a group of people together to make that happen and and have some of these amateur filmmakers that you're you're saying you know come showcase their work and and through marketing especially i mean marketing now um now that we've got social media that everyone's connected in this digital way um get people involved uh just running new campaigns on this open projector night or whatever you'd want to call it. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't want to take a copyright internship here, but <laughs> um, no. I'm not 100% sure what the status of open projector nights is. Um, I am trying to get an aspiring film producer on the show who is putting in quite a bit of work personally, has taken some personal risks, and hopefully he'll be able to speak to that, but I'm not sure when, when I could get him on. but. Uh, oh. Seth, if you're listening to that, that is the gauntlet being thrown.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, I'll be looking forward to that episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, absolutely. But uh, definitely um, just getting people who love film together and creating those pockets of community. We're in a rich place where West Michigan is one of the most philanthropic communities um, in in the country, I believe. Um, and, And West Michigan is very well known for West Michigan Nice. We have already a lot of like artistic artistic endeavors this is a great place to uh, create more of a grassroots as well and say hey who is in the community that wants to share and create meaning with each other and pull these people together and let's let's get something going absolutely that's wonderful are there any other experiences that you've had from uh, the east side of the state that you could see really working well um, with this area and I guess before before we jump into that question I'm sorry um i want you to talk a little bit more about your current and in, your involvements here like uh you you have a long list i might even i don't think it would be flattery to say almost a laundry list of things you have been involved in in such a short time and i'm super interested in how and why you got involved in so many things but more specifically um answer like as you have been involved with tulip time adopt a highway park to park all these other places uh the leadership stuff, you're growing roots, you're seeing this community in a different way. What has been the impact of your involvement? How's that shaped how you want to impact this area in the future?
1: Um, great question. Uh, So most of it has been through this group that uh, I I joined through work. Um, and I guess as a person, I've always been a kind of person who wanted to be involved in in more things. (laughs) Extracurriculars, um at, and and doing good for the community. So whether it's really for life, or tool of time running, or cleaning up the side of the highway, which is um, which was a big one for me. Um, uh, I want to get out and help because at the end of the day, it feels accomplishing, and I'm not only helping the environment or helping a group of some sort or fundraising for somebody who needs it. I'm also helping myself sleep better at night because I. Did my good deed for the day. Um, so sorry to sound a little self-serving there, but I think um, I think it's okay in
0: this case. Yeah, you might um, not be able to call it altruism, but it's
1: definitely noble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but through all of this, I've gained mentors. I've had other people, you know, paving the way. Um, for example, just getting connected with you, I got connected with you through Britt Dello, who I met um by being on the West Ottawa High School marketing advisory board we just sat next to each other and um and that's how I met her and then when i was working at Mich- when i after i'd started working at mission i wanted to get mission involved with the west coast chamber um and so that's how brit and i kind of reconnected or um got re-involved with one another um uh so so brit's a perfect example but there are many Um, people, even in in, women who, men and women, I should say, who uh, hosted these leadership lunches uh, through the West Coast Chamber that are inspiring. And, you know, sometimes when you're in your day-to-day, things get a little heavy or you feel like, am I moving fast enough? Am I doing enough? And then you go to something like the Leadership Series through the West Coast Chamber or you just volunteer and you meet a ton of great people who, are doing these things and then they're like oh yeah this is the type of things I want to do these are the people I want to be around the people who are helping um and so i think that's what i guess makes me want to shape, continue that or shape that more um for the future of our community is just keep helping and inspiring others and we all grow together
0: that's wonderfully said uh it's super encouraging to see other people making an impact and be like, not only like, not only do you. It, it's easy to be demotivated when you have a standard and you don't see it being met, especially like by the people in your visibility range, right? But when you get those, and they might be called hilltop experiences or actually deep community experiences or something. You're like, no, there's other people working towards these things. That's, I'm sure, that's hugely motivating. You mentioned in the pre-interview questions how you love to see that the work you're doing having Absolutely. a positive impact, you love to see that connection. And oftentimes it's um it's easy to lose that when you're just with yourself or just your team at work or if it, if you're not involved outside. And it sounds like um, you've been able to draw a lot of those more connections into the community uh, to see impact for good. Is that accurate, would you say?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, even from, for example, the adopt a highway how did I had no we've seen these signs right you've seen the sign driving down the highway adopted by this person or that person it is so easy to adopt a highway but I did not how would you know unless you took a little extra time to look and figure out how how does one exactly adopt the highway and what does that mean um if you look around a little bit it's it things are it's easy to make a change almost I don't want to say with little effort but just a little bit of effort can go a long way and many hands make light work. So if you're thinking if you you have this idea but you're just kind of like oh I wish I wish something would change or I wish there wasn't trash on the side of this highway every time I look at it there are ways small easy steps um though so, you know it needs to be consistent you need to stay to it but um, there are there are ways to make impacts. And I think we have a very rich community for that. Um, I think any any time I've gone to any type of cleanup or a volunteer voluntary event, I'm certainly not standing there by myself. You know, there's a lot of other people. So um, all it takes is to raise your hand and say, I'm thinking this or I'm thinking we should clean up the highway. Does anyone else? And then you'll see one, two, three, four. Yes, I've been thinking that I've been waiting for someone to say that. Um, so I guess being the person to say, let's do it then. What is it going to take? 25 bucks to put the sign up? Let's do it. (laughs) Let's get a group together.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I think I'm not sure what the exact statistic is. So this is a generalization, but I think in the marketing world, they have something around if one person like gives a piece of feedback to a company, there's at least 10 people standing behind that haven't said anything or something like that. It might be bigger. It might be smaller, like seven or something like that. But that's super. It's like in the community too. If you're seeing something and you don't say anything, they might be you might be part of that statistic. So say something, do something. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, I used to
1: be when I I used to be um, maybe in high school a kid that didn't. I got involved in a lot of stuff, but I I always was a little nervous to speak up in class. And now I feel like I'm always raising my hand when I'm involved in stuff because I've experienced this. Once someone talks, more people will talk. But if nobody is yeah. Offering anything, everyone else is like (laughs) first. I don't want to be the first one
0: to rock the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rock the boat is hard too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So when you get connected into the area, I guess give some young professionals some tips and advice. How do they get connected? They're they're uh, perhaps um, something that's easy to to feel is like abandoned or alone in a community. How do you start growing roots? How do you how do you get out there? Where should I look as a young professional to get connected with my community?
1: Well, hip is a good start, (laughs) Um, uh, but we're so lucky to live in the information age of Facebook, LinkedIn, just Google it. Um, When I was living in Grand Rapids, and even now, um, although I have a little less free time now, but if I was just bored, I would Google it. GR Now was one I know that I went to a lot that just said, these are the things that are happening today come check it out. Um, So uh, just look around. Uh, I think there's even Facebook has now an events page where you can just type in your zip code and it'll show you what's going on around you, which I think is really cool. Um, But if there is somebody who maybe you look up to or you you don't have a really good connection with, um, but you would like to, I would say nine times out of 10, if you just, it may be 10 times out of 10, I don't know, it's not a statistic, but it's a it's a gut feel, send them a message if, and ask or, or say, hey, I'd like to be connected. I think LinkedIn has made this incredibly easy to connect with people who you wouldn't normally expect you to, or you might not ask on the street, but you want to know because you've heard of them or you're inspired by the work they're doing. Um, LinkedIn has made it really, really easy to connect with um other people in your net in your area or or not in the area, around the world um who share your same values or visions for the world and um yeah i would i would say if you're nervous or you're feeling alone just know that everyone feels that way at first uh and it's going to be okay <laughs> just to reach out um that there are people yeah a-,
0: a few episodes ahead of you will be an episode talking about social circles and how there's like a change from when you're in the groove in high school and college, even to an extent, like community is just kind of provided there. It's like part of the background and there's no efforts that need to be taken most of the time. Like, okay, you can sign up for a fraternity or something. And, but like, it's pretty well like ingrained into the, the systems and the daily life. But as you move past it, it has to, It's something that comes like super intentional, and that takes mm-hmm. a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. Um, and so these sorts of things, like just finding, there's so many tools available. Um, Eventbrite, uh, like you said, DR Now, Facebook events, all that sort of stuff. There's a lot there. Um, even uh, Holland has a ton of churches and stuff around it. And those are those are types of communities. So interest-based, faith-based, all these sorts of things are opportunities to be intentional about those communities. But even sure. more important than that is being intentional yourself to connect with people, not just, Absolutely. not just groups. So that's well said. Thank you.
1: Yeah. One other one that I'll add is Zealand rec. Oh yeah. Which I'm newer to the area, but, uh, we had our daughter in, um, swimming lessons there, but there was a sign one day when I was taking her to swimming, it was like adult soccer. Like mm, maybe <laughs> I can get into soccer. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe I'll get involved in that. Um, Signing up for the emails though and and that's a way to um get involved and meet people and talk to people you wouldn't normally uh engage with um just because they wouldn't cross your path otherwise. Another one is the um Urban Herd. It's a running group that meets at Gazelle Sports. I was involved in that for a little bit. And, you know, now I have people that I just never ever would have met otherwise that are part of, you know, a group of supporters that I have. um, even if it's just through Facebook or whatever. Um,
0: yeah. And like the um, the CrossFit gyms in this area are great at building community. Just there's something about doing tough things with people <laughs> of similar minds that is binding. Um, and I don't have too much information and perhaps it's not, but like, do you know there's like a pickleball movement going on in Holland right now?
1: I, I did like not. everybody is but except, pickleball. Except that um, Heisinga <laughs> Park. We go to Heisinger Park quite a bit, and uh, my fiance's like, I think those ball. are pickleball
0: courts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is Just the other day, we were, we were at Dick's
1: um, getting bites, and we had this talk about pickleball, which never ever in my life have I even talked about pickleball until it just keeps coming up. <laughs> so here it is again that you bring it up. But <laughs> is pickleball like giant? Ping pong tennis. Can you explain pickleball
0: to me? I'm, I'm not gonna explain like the whole way the game works. Partly because it's been quite a while since I've played it. But I mean, essentially, it is like giant ping pong. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the panels are a little different, and the ball is a little more bouncy and stuff, or different. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Um,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> people are advanced, uh, abandoning volleyball for pickleball, and there's some pretty uh, competitive volleyball players <laughs> in Thailand <laughs> as well. So. <laughs> Check out the Pickleball Leagues. I think they're mostly free and meeting at most of the local parks around here now, signing up and stuff like that. So.
1: No, I just might. It sounds fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about um, your love of the arts and and different ways you've seen um, arts connect to the community and be part of the community. We talked a little bit about uh, creating community and being part of the community, um, about addressing concerns and issues and things you would love to see in the community. Um, and even talked a little bit about like, hey, connect with people and start something. It's pretty easy to start something. Is there any examples or any um, things in your vision that you're like, hey, this is something I'd like to get going in the next five years for you personally? Saying a goal publicly is pretty uh, audacious, too. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, you really put me on the spot here. Um...
0: Or maybe something you're currently working on that, that really is, lines up with your vision and purpose. Um
1: yeah. So sort of what I talked about, this idea where, you know, the community of downtown or stores or business owners get involved with maybe more artists by showcasing them. I would love to see that come to light. And I know like I think holland had Groove Walk. Um I Helen was doing groove walk. Um there was this there's the Street Performer series, which I love and I am so excited for that to come. Back this summer and take my daughter to it. Now that she's old enough to enjoy it, I really, really think that's awesome. But I think a little more longer term, so it's not just one night. It's um, you know a month long or a a a term that is can be promoted. So go check out my art. That's at um, I'm just throwing out like Kilmans, for example, or New home Brewery. You know they're sponsoring this artist for the month and it's just let me hang my stuff on your wall (laughs) so I can get some exposure. Um, and you can get some exposure to people who maybe not would not normally step in your door because I've told them, Hey, go to this place and check out my work. Um, so it's sort of like a small, uh, sort of like art prize meets street performer series, but without it being a competition, just a way to build community. I'd love to see that um, happen. Um, and even for myself personally to get involved, because I am the first to say I am a person who paints a ton, but I'm afraid to share it with the world. So, um, and I'm, I, I know I'm not alone. There's people who are doing things for hobby that, that might want to put it in, in front of people, but are just not sure of the avenue. And I think, um, you know, let's build that. Let's, let's make the road if there isn't a road. So um, oh, yeah. There you go. I've bared my all for you today. I told you my goals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to see how, how you approach that on the, obviously the business side of stuff. That'll be really exciting and that would be a beautiful thing to see in Holland. Um, as far as things that get you out of bed in the morning, what's your source of inspiration, dedication, what keeps you going? Um, you mentioned earlier previously, it just gives you a sense of feeling good, but is there anything more, um, any more reasons that keep you going?
1: Yeah. Um, I love to grow. Um, I love to see growth happen and I know it's not going to happen by sitting still. So, um, and also to set a good example for my daughter, um, I, I want to be somebody who's, who's reaching for goals at all times, or if I don't have a clear goal that I'm just staying busy. And I think it's important, um, for mental health, for physical health, um, just for general being. Um, you know, I've, I, like so many others, have had my own struggles with uh, mental health, and and there are just, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing, but remembering to be consistent about staying busy and being involved and in doing things, these little things that make you happy um, or, or make you feel a sense of accomplishment, I think, can go a long way. Um,
0: Wonderful. Oh, thank you for sharing so much with us today. Uh, uh, Sammy, is there any last things that you want to leave? Last thoughts, tidbits? If there was one goal you wanted to accomplish in the podcast, what would it have been? Uh, And contact information if you think it's necessary. People want to reach out to you.
1: Oh, yeah. um, I'm on LinkedIn, Sammy Birch. Um, I'm on um, social media. Uh, You can find me um, on Facebook. My name is Sammy Girl. on there. But... um, uh, yeah I think we covered most of it but I, I guess one thing you know I've talked to some groups at Grand Valley because my career has gone in a way that I didn't ever necessarily see it going and I love my job I'm I just you know when I was in college I thought I was going to move to New York and be a magazine editor or something and 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 it's not but I have had such an enriching experience and have so many good life stories and have been able to travel that one thing I tell students is, just be willing to learn and be curious and say yes to things that you don't know are going to be what you love, but it might be, um, um, just, you know, stay the course, work hard or believe it at that. I was going to say, or ditch something that's not working. If it's not working, set it down and find something else.
0: <laughs> but just exploring the path while you're on it, right? Instead of thinking about the end the only end goal you ever envisioned.
1: Exactly. Enjoy the journey.
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. This has been a wrap, folks. That was another episode of Hot Off the Hip. Thank you for being part of the community, Sam. We are privileged to have you. Thank you for staying and pouring so much into what we're doing here in Holland. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to another episode of Hot Off the Hip. Make sure to check out our events page at www.pbhip.org, the current offering of community and development events created by the holland Zealand Young Professionals. Also take a moment to look through the show notes, connect with our guest, or leave a voice message with your thoughts on this episode. Today's show was a blast to put together. and I look forward to doing this again on the next episode of Hot Off the Hip.